1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: My, I had friends that came up to me and they're like, I think I met your mother. And I'm like, well, how'd you meet my mother? Uh, how do you know it's her? And they're like, well, she came up to me and she pointed at a man. And she goes, you see that? There's
0: fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> D-I-V-O-R-C Welcome to Divorce Party. Today's special guest is a stand-up comedian and the producer of Funny You Should Ask. Please welcome to the show, Sean Polofsky.
3: <laughs> Tom,
0: you and Sean yeah. have met before.
3: Yes, yes. Um, so do you work at, uh, for Byron Allen? Yeah, I'm a producer on that show. Right. Dad, I definitely remember you. And uh, what about the Weather Channel? Do you do any jobs over there?
2: uh i mean i did do there was like a funniest yeah funniest weather kind of type of thing and so it was like a talking head about you know show clips that weren't even weather related yeah (laughs) it was just like okay and then we have to like you know make some funny quips and then yeah that's it so yeah it's uh and it shows like once in a while because i'll get a text and someone will be like um are you? Why are you on the Weather Channel? And I'm like, yeah, I ask myself that every day too. Yeah, so it's uh, it's random when that shows.
3: Well, I saw it with my kids and I watched it. We were, we were going around the thing, you know, as it shows the six boxes, what is the weather, and we watched the the whole show. And I wrote Byron, uh, Byron, uh, I said, how, what's going on? What are you, what are you doing? What's that? It's You're good. Making weather ways. funny, Tom. I know it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, uh, this is our uh, three-way date today. To me, in this head—it's wow. my
2: first th- three-way, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I was presented with twice with it, and I just yeah. I fucked up both times. Really what happened? Big. Too drunk, or just no? I mean, the first time was like two male models and oh. one I was already kind of with, and then the other one kind of, it presented itself when we were going into my house, but there was a third, there was another male model there who had a girlfriend back in Texas. And so my like neurotic train of thought was, well, what's that guy going to do? Just sit in the living room and like hear Mm -hmm. what's going on. And so like, I don't need that to be a presentation for somebody. If I'm going to do this, it's going to be on the down low between me and those two guys. And that guy wasn't like, I'm going to get out of here. He just stood
3: there.
0: Yeah. So I,
3: I just dismissed it. And then well, what about here, what about if it were two women and one guy, like a, another buddy of yours, would that be more comfortable?
2: I mean, you mean like to be with three
3: people or be with two people? Oh, I thought you were going to be, considering be with those two guys, so there yes. would be two of you. Then there was like but, an
0: extra guy that would have just been like watching. Lurking. Lurking. Like a lurking. dirty curb yes. and getting Like in my living room. room. It's not a big place.
2: You yeah. know what no, I mean?
0: I yeah, and probably filming you or whatever it this was. This isn't
2: a time. show. This <laughs> isn't a show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe you should have done it. That tape would be yeah, out there. I do regret it. You have a special...
3: Well, I want to say one thing. I had a, a couple women down a, a, by San Diego doing a show. They came up afterwards and, uh, you know, signing shirts whatever. They said, hey, uh, we are lesbians and we would like you to, we'd like to come up to your room and watch us. And uh, I thought, well, that's a very... Uh, uh, and that immediately you your size everybody but have to see what that would look like. And then I thought uh, I I didn't do it because I really I should, but I I don't do that. But uh, I I was thinking where do I fit it? Because if they're genuinely lesbians, yeah. you know, not the lesbians I watch on my little video, yeah. yeah, porn. Uh, but if they're genuinely lesbians, they probably don't want me involved in it anyway. And it seems like I would want to get at some point. You know, even briefly for 20, 30 seconds, involved. Uh, but, but, uh, but it's very kind when people offer stuff like that. I <laughs> like whatever.
0: I feel like for men in this day and age too, you can only accept that offer if your lawyer is present with mm-hmm. all the documents right there, signing off. Like you all sign NDAs and mm-hmm. you know all of that, so you don't get me tooed or cancelled mm-hmm. or. Wrong.
3: Well, it's, um, or but, you could become the
2: next Kim Kardashian, so you can yeah, like yeah, you true. can play it that and, way.
3: And what's the worst thing that could happen? uh Tom Arnold was in his room with two women, and yeah, uh,
2: right? they were.
3: You know, that's I'll like just a, hear a,
2: applause, applause yeah. around the world.
3: That's like a, something like if one of the women says, "Oh, he had a very big penis." You're like, okay, whatever crimes I, I've committed, <laughs> I'll take to get that word out there. Although people will be disappointed eventually.
2: Thank you both for having me. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, I haven't really revealed that I'm officially divorced or that I got a divorce to everybody that I'm connected to, to my fan base. And so what people know me as, and they always see me together was with my husband who was Brazilian first thing to take in mind brazilian um so that's where this story
0: number one
2: flag number one they were my weakness not anymore now i'm back to jewish people because the world is ending and um so then uh we he was 12 years younger than me Mm, of course and we fell in love and we got married and i waited a long time to get married i waited a long time so I thought, you know, when you've been through a thousand, you know, when the right one is sitting in front of you and there he was. And it really felt like true love. And we always said to each other that the one thing we will always have is that we will be there. Will ne- There will not be any infidelity we
3: will always be. Loyal. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good rule. That's good Yeah. Word.
2: Yeah. And it's funny how that plays in marriage. So. Okay that was, that was the thing.
0: And how did you meet in per, like friend of a friend online? How- yes.
2: A friend of a friend. I had a, um, I was working at the, uh, in the main room of the comedy store mm-hmm. and I put something like if, Hey, you know, people want tickets or whatever. And he, um, uh, one of my, one of my gays just texts me and he was like, Hey, Sean, I need like sex tickets. And, and I said, okay. And he's like, I'm not bringing the boys. I'm bringing a bunch of straights. And I'm like, okay, well, you say that like, it's a bad thing. (laughs) And he, he brought, he said, well, I'm going to bring my coworkers. I'm going to bring a Russian an Israeli and a Brazilian. And I was like, hold up, hold up. I'm like, did you say Brazilian? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, that's my jam. And I'm like, is he single? Um, Is he breathing? Yes. So um, I, he brought him to the show and I met him like briefly before I went on. And then, you know, I was kind of, I opened the show. So usually at the store when I have the show, you know, I improvise. Like, mm-hmm. like when you're first out, you got to like take that bullet and work that crowd. Uh, and so I picked on him a little bit and, you know, was talking about like, you know, joking about like, cause he was Brazilian. I'm sure he was uncut and that's not <laughs> my jam because I see one of those, you know what I mean? I'd rather, I'd like to punch it. So um, it was, you know, that and then. Afterwards, I went out with I, I left my set, went out with two more friends, obviously, who were gay as well in town. And we were drinking. We drank a lot. And um, and they said, you know, I texted my friend and I just said, hey, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'm sorry. I had to run. And, uh, you know, the Brazilian Brazilian was cute. And I again, I didn't really remember what he looked like. He was Brazilian. He was breathing. Great. And uh, my friend said, OK, well, he'd like your number. And so immediately, I gave my number, he started texting me. And, uh, and then he, you know, I, it was a little bit broken. He spoke, you know, English well, but there was just something where, you know, he said, you know, I I don't have a turtleneck. And I was like, why does he even know that term? And he's like, I learned it from friends. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I was like, okay. And so he asked me out for the next night or two nights later to go to dinner. And that's just kind of where it started. And he, and he told me at dinner and I didn't really think anything of it, that he was going, he was going back to Brazil, you know, his work, his work visa was done and it didn't, they didn't, they weren't able to get it renewed and he missed home and he was going to go back to Brazil. And I was like, yeah, fine. And then it's just by like third or fourth date, it, it just, was a feeling something like I hadn't felt before. And i had been in love like at least five times in my life, real like real relationships, real love. And I said, okay, this is good. And we both kind of looked at each other and we couldn't believe it was happening. And so, um, right before he left, he got offered a work visa mm-hmm. from, another, from a, from another client, he got offered a job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, he was like, okay, I'm going to take that. And then we, we decided we met with an immigration attorney before he went back to Brazil and she advised us. She's like, well, you can wait that work visa. You'll be separated for like six months. Um, or you, you know, before he can come back in or you, he, he can come back in on a, like a tourist, just on a travel visa and you guys get married. And that's mm. the easiest way. And so, you know, by that time, we had been together maybe two months. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: You know?
0: And is that this yeah. that temporary sort of travel visa? Is that like the what considered like the 90-day fiance visa? Mm-hmm. No, that's a different visa. Right. 90 days is
2: um you have to apply for all this paperwork. Mm-hmm. And within 90 days, you guys have to get married. Got it.
3: And you know, what, it. what industry is he in? Just give me a Give oh, he up. was in
2: tech software. Okay, got it. So, you know, he was smart and he mm-hmm. did well and he was educated. And so he he came back in and he was allowed, you know, he had to meet with like the Brazilian consulate or whatever they do. We were like so nervous that they were gonna be like, You've just been in the states for two years, and we're not gonna let you back in. Yeah. And so they let him back in, and within seven months, we were we were married. Wow. So you know, we got married at the courthouse and, in Beverly Hills, and we had three weddings in one year. That's how in love we were. Three wow. weddings in one year. I'm a sucker. So we did um, the courthouse um, before he changed his mind. And then um, we had a party at my sister's with, like, a rabbi there. It wasn't, like, really a ceremony, but it was, like, a big party. And then uh, the third time we got married, we had an official wedding in Brazil that he put all together. And that was, that was the wedding that I really, really, I didn't know I was going to get, I didn't know what he was doing and I didn't know it was going to be as formal and fancy as it was, but, um, you know, that was really lovely. So was he Catholic? Is he Catholic? Yeah okay, yes. He enough. was Catholic. Okay. Um,
0: and Did we care about you being Jewish over there or how does that wedding go down? Well, I mean, it was a
2: Catholic wedding. Okay. So and and right before this, like which was crazy, his priest asked, they they needed proof that I was Jewish. Mm. And I'm like, Jesus. Um, ha, hey, look at me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I look like Barbara Streisand, and I, you know, I'm just yeah. like, like, no problem. Like, look at my face. And then, mm. and then, and then he, he said, um, no, he needs documentation.
1: Mm -hmm. that
2: you're jewish and i was like tell your priest last time my people had to show documentation (laughs) it didn't work out so well yeah and i literally like i had to have a rabbi write a letter and he emailed it and then they were like not good enough and i was trying to figure out why they needed this and Mm -hmm. later it was explained to me why because catholics need to get married in the catholic church and especially in brazil and they didn't want to have a priest marry outside the church. And the only way that could happen if this, you know, a big yid comes into the picture. And that was me. So we had an outdoor wedding at a at a venue. Okay. So that was beautiful. He came back, you know, we were in the States. He had his job.
0: And this is yeah. your only marriage so far, right? This is your yeah. like Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I kind
0: of had really come.
2: To the fact what I thought, because I before I got married, I was writing a book and it was called The Death of Dating. And it was just about my search, looking for the one and how many different ways. And this was like at the beginning of like online dating and technology and before there was GPS dating and everything. And I'd written this book and I had, you know, tried to meet people by being set up. I had, you know, some friend make a love potion for me. I mean, any (laughs) which way I got hypnotized. And then I kind of just came to this resolution at the end of my book that, you know, maybe it's not going to happen. I mean, I even tried to date comics, Tom, and you know how that works out. Oh man. And oh. so, yeah, that was like my last, like, I, mm. I just, I made that decision. I was like, oh my God, I'm desperate. And <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this was the resolution. Like it, it wasn't going to happen. And then maybe it was like eight Six or to eight months later, I meet him, and so I just was like so surprised, and like we both discussed, you know, he's like, you know, why, I I love you, why this just works, is because there it's easy, you're not difficult, this relationship isn't isn't hard, it isn't work, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of give and take right in the beginning. And so when he came back to the, you know, when he was living in the States and he started his job and at that time um, I wasn't working, producing on a game show, I was traveling and, you know, professional stand up and, you know, the ha ha hut Nebraska and around yeah. the world and I'm performing on all gay male cruises and mm-hmm. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm living it, you know? And so it just, it seemed copacetic and, you know, and he really kind of embraced my life and coming in as a Brazilian man and in general the the country is a little more homophobic than oh yeah for sure for sure And the machismo yeah and so when you know I told him like hey I'm surrounded I'm surrounded by gay men this is my following this is what you're going to be around this you're going to meet this guy this guy this guy and at first you know he was kind of like okay and I could see him but he mm-hmm. really like kind of accepted it all and he was kind and supportive and he was next to my mom who passed away he was my number one fan I mean he laughed and he was like a parrot you know he always absorbed all my material he was a fast learner and so he had a great memory and you know sometimes he'd be in a group of people and even if it was something that I said aside he would present it to like a group of people as his as his own joke and I turned him and I go you fucking hack. That's mine.
0: It's my, <laughs> <that's> my <laughs>
2: joke. You Brazilian hack. And he goes, it's my joke. Now, so, <laughs> you know, it was just this whole thing that, and it was endearing. Yeah. So we're together and probably about five, six years into our relationship, I kind of saw a little bit of a change and And I'm, I'm not a jealous woman. I never have been. And that was one thing why he was like, oh, I could never marry a Brazilian woman. They're all so jealous. They're fucking nuts. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do that. And I never was a jealous woman. I've made that very clear and never worried about that. And so sometimes, you know, because he was younger and he got into like EDM, all that bullshit. (laughs) And, you know, that's when I should have just been like, I want to leave you. I want a divorce. EDM, done. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. he had like two friends in the States and yeah. he always hung out with them. And then he sometimes he would be out to like three, four in the morning and they'd be at clubs or whatever and come back, you know, and I'd be like, hey, you know, we finally had to have a conversation like can't come home that late. You know, I'm a lenient person. Well, what the fuck happens at 4 a.m.? L.A. Mm -hmm. shuts down at Mm 1.30. We're not Vegas. This isn't New Orleans. This isn't Brazil. You know, you got to come home or I think you're dead in the street somewhere. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there was this one New Year's where um, I performed that night at the store. And then right after it turned midnight, he's like, I'm going to go out with my friends. And he went out with his friends and kind of abandoned me. And I was just in shock. And I went to my friends and I was like, I'm, this is it. I'm done. I'm done with him partying, mm, Yeah, not taking this seriously. And he was also at that time going through a depression. I could see it. And, you know, I've seen that in my family. I've seen it with friends and I, you know, it's easy to fall in that, especially in a time like today. And I said to him, you know, Hey, you know, if we're gonna when he came back that night after he kind of abandoned me that evening, I we had this heart to heart. And I said, I will not be with you if you're going to treat me this way and you need help. You're depressed. And he's like, I don't talk to anyone, I'm not gonna talk to anybody with you. We don't do that in my country, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, blah. No. And yeah. then I said, I I will leave you. Like this isn't this isn't a life for me. I was scared because I come, I'm a product of divorce. And my parents got married, I mean, got divorced af- after 30 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, in college then. Yeah, And it really took a toll um, on all my siblings because we kind of figured out what happened. My mom was in the dark, but we, you know, we, we had put two and two together when they, after they got divorced and my, it, my mom was, after that, my mom was never the same. You know, she gave my father her life.
3: Yeah. And Did he have two everything. families? Was, was he a trucker and had two families?
2: No, no. My father is um, a world renowned neurosurgeon. Oh, so, wow. So it is, uh, you know, it was shocking. because They knew each other when they were 15 and they came from Brooklyn and then my dad went to medical school in Oklahoma and the rest is history. And they were like this dynamic couple. You know, we were always this tight family. So when I started to see my dad go through his midlife crisis, which was mm. easy to spot, you know, yeah. he's growing out his hair longer. There's, you know, he's got the convertible Mercedes, and you're yeah. just like, what the fuck is happening? You know, you're like, you're you're forty, like what's happening? <laughs> and so we we witnessed that. And after the divorce happened, my mom, she just internalized, and she got she got angrier and angrier and I think that was part of what probably killed my mom and it just the bitterness was every day I mean she used to be like you know she used to be like your father's like Darth <laughs> Vader he chose the dark side <laughs> and like, my dad it's it's so weird like when we had that second party at my sister's my I had friends that came up to me and they're like I think I met your mother and I'm like well, how'd you meet my mother? Uh, how do you know it's her? And they're like, well, she came up to me and she pointed at a man and she goes, you see that there's fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. My mom's walking around my wedding, oh, just telling Everybody that my dad is fuck face. <laughs> and I was like I had to go up to my mom and go mom you can't you can't go up to my friends that you don't know and even if you do know them I mean my friends knew because I used to do in my act like how bitter she was right. and I joke about it and mm-hmm. I said you can't do that and she's like well he is a fuck fake you know and I was like mom oh <laughs> so it was just so hard to see her going through that and there was times I mean well I wasn't speaking to my father and and you know, I have two siblings that really don't anymore, and, and it, it's it been a long road. And my ex-husband knew that. And so what he kept from me and what I didn't find out until our wedding in Brazil was right before we went on our, on our honeymoon, I saw him speaking, because I didn't speak fluent Portuguese. I mean, it was like here and there, but I could understand it better. And the morning, like the night before we're leaving, I could hear his mom just crying. And I heard the words, your father. And his father spoke excellent English because he was a professor. And I just really could communicate with him. I thought he was just this gentle, loving man. I'm so stupid because he's Brazilian. And it's like that equals something, you know, that equals the guy who's going to, you know, go out on his wife and, and fuck around. Yeah. I did not know that. So the, I could hear the mom crying and I was like, and then he he's like, okay, um, now I gotta go talk to my dad. And I just, I put two and two together and I'm like, this shit is going south. And so I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about, you know, I'll talk about it later, baby. And so we, that morning when I, we left for our honeymoon, his mom was crying and she hugged me really hard. And I just, I couldn't even say to her in Portuguese, like, I know what you're, you know, and I'm so sorry. And, you know, as a woman, you got to like, just stay strong and don't take this shit. Whatever's going on, don't take this shit. Right. I couldn't communicate that. I could only say like, I love you, mom, in Portuguese. And I left. And we, we, I mean, it was like planes, trains, and automobiles because like Brazil's fucking archaic. And we get to wherever we are and we go to dinner that night, the first night in our honeymoon. And I'm like, so tell me what's going on. And he was like, I've been hesitant, you know, to tell you this because, you know, with your father and you didn't talk to him and I don't want you to judge my dad. And, you know, and he, you know, told me that his dad was stepping out and his mom found messages on WhatsApp and that it happened previously a couple of times when they were children and the mom had kicked him out once whatever and this just was this ongoing thing and he wasn't happy about it and he was kind of upset about it and I said well no I'm not I'll still be kind to your father but that's really fucked up yeah and so we both agreed on that and the mom still kept the father around I think she kind of banished him to the back house because the last time we were there you know <laughs> he was that. sitting at a kiddie's table eating in ah. the other kitchen. <laughs> You know, and I just should, like, yell over at him and the rest of us are like, you know, there's like seven of us at the table. and I'm yeah. like, uh, you know, why is, why is he back there? And that was, that was just how a lot of people in Brazil deal with this infidelity. I mean, we go to a wedding of his friends and I'm like, Hey, up there behind the priest are the, are the parents, but that, those, that couple is really standing far apart what happened there? And he's like, Oh, I just found out too. His father had a secret family. And I was just like, you know, I'm just like, and and everybody's going about it. They're still like talking. Nobody just really puts up a fight. Okay. Well that, that, you know, happened. And I was like, okay, notice, notice. And I thought, God, I had a unicorn. I had the most loyal because he was super jealous. And, you know, I wasn't, and we were just I just thought I had a unicorn Brazilian. I thought this guy is loyal and it's
3: forever every night. And, and, and you say he was jealous? He was jealous. Well, I mean that's that's a sign mm. when somebody is. Uh, yeah. I, in my opinion, when somebody's super jealous, there, there's or whatever they are, there, it's a projection. You know,
0: but I can also see how you thought you had the unicorn because a lot of people want to be, or are the opposite of that. Oh, trigger. I get it. Yeah. They're
3: parents. Absolutely. I yeah, get it. I mean, you have, it's that in common. You, you have something in common that's very right. important.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I
2: just, I just, I believed in that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. there was such, and you know, when he went through his depression, he started getting help. And then, you know, I was like, Hey, maybe we should do some marriage counseling which, you know, we did. I don't think he found it very helpful. And then there was a time where I was like, time to get on the meds. And he's like, I will not do medication. Da, 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 da. Got on the meds. He became a different man. He he turned into a man. And he believed in therapy. And he he, you know, I had to get his family behind me to advocate, to encourage him. And they did, because wow. they saw how depressed he was. And I just thought, wow, you know, he's evolved. And it, you know, there's some immature sides to him, but I just thought, wow, he's really evolved as a man. And, you know, it was, it was, it just felt like true love. And we always did like funny videos and people are like, God, you're so cute together. And, you know, you're like Lucy and Desi. Well, we know <laughs> how that worked out. And <laughs> we fall asleep every night holding hands and there was just, it felt like, it felt like true love. At least that's what I thought. So cut to, and and even in the pandemic, we were so, like we weren't with one of those couples that went south. We were like so grateful we had each other and he was a homebody anyways. And uh, I just, you know, and I'm the one who's out working and I coming in and then, you know, he could work from home. So mm-hmm. he here. before that he'd started this new job and he was traveling to all these sh- shitty different cities and he hated he you know he liked the job but he's like i hate traveling i hate it i don't want to go to cleveland i'm like because no one wants to go to cleveland <laughs> yeah and it was just you know he loved being home and for me when i went to brazil the first time i saw how his mom was constantly cooking and just made him feel like loved and so there was that kind of motherly aspect to me where I was like okay god maybe I should learn how to cook a dish or two and I did I got up to like seven dishes don't yeah. be jealous. Okay. and I just I kind of served him I, I I catered to him like I would make breakfast and then just bring it to him as he was behind the computer
1: that's
2: nice and I think I enabled him to, to just maybe think like like maybe I felt maybe, maybe I was a servant and you know, you would joke about and go, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And I did, I did all the cleaning. I did the lot. The Prince didn't lift, lift a fucking finger. So a year ago in October, he tells me, uh, I have this, <laughs> he had a, a, a team building team building week <laughs> in Myrtle beach, which is like, and they were all going to be in one house. 21 employees and I'm like isn't that an HR nightmare you know I was yeah, like, yeah. We love to make HR jokes on our on our show so I was like doesn't that like how does that work out like you guys someone's sharing a bathroom or you're in bunk beds you know yeah. this isn't the bachelor and, <laughs> totally. and it, it was it was crazy so She's like, oh, nobody's going to get together, you know, because they're all like a bunch of nerds, really. And he's Mm -hmm. like, nobody's going to get together. You know, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys are like going drinking. You're doing this like this walk to raise money. And he's like, no, you know, and I was just like, you know, I laughed it off because I was just.
3: flushcarecom slash weight loss.
2: Didn't think, wow, that would that would never be me. <laughs> so cut to October happens. No, but the end of November, I see him acting a little differently. He's being a little more removed.
3: Let I mean, me just you know, say one thing about that house. So they're in a house. There's 21. and They're all nerds. And you say, well, that's fine. But then you think about uh, 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 the Wizard of Oz and when they were filming up in New York, all the little people stayed together and they had not seen other little people. And they drank and they had sex and they were like, look, we're this group of us. We are. And it was it was mayhem. And I wonder if it could be like that with the nerds. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure
2: there's lots of love at Comic-Con. You know, it happens. You know, you're like you play d d Me, too. Yeah let's lose my virginity yeah. so i i just thought well you know i didn't think anything of it but november i kind of started to see around thanksgiving when we went to new and jersey and when you
0: say like pulling away like we're not really hooking up anymore or we're not like affectionate or just
2: we were affectionate still okay but i was always the kind of the aggressor mm-hmm. um sexually because you know a gay man does live inside me and I've learned from the best so I yeah. got a libido and I he was kind of I have to say for a Brazilian and I've been with a few uh, he was very vanilla lover mm-hmm. and lazy yeah he was a very lazy person that was and he would admit it was, was he like, super hot? Because so I hear
0: that sometimes, like, the hotter the guy, the lazier they are in bed. Lazy as fuck. And, That's why I mean, these- ugly
3: guys, you know, fat, ugly guys, we try really hard.
0: <laughs> oh, stop.
3: <laughs> no, so Stop, yeah.
0: no. Yeah. It's like um, the revenge of the nerds. Like, all jocks think about is sports and all nerds think about is sex. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I just didn't think, you know,
2: I mean again, I was always the aggressor, but he he was he was a lazy person in general. And then it was Christmas, you know, we went to visit my my brother and my sister-in-law in Nashville. He is sitting right next to me, and my nephew's across the table, and I see him texting. He's kind of texting the whole time, and my nephew's kind of talking to him. And I'm thinking, you know, he has this big group of friends on WhatsApp in Brazil who were awesome and he loved, and I know he missed. And then he had, you know, his two Indian friends that were nerds and did drugs and whatever that he would go out with. And I just remember looking over and he just was so busy texting. And that's, you know, that's me. I'm always on social media and doing everything. And I a, I'm fortunate to have an, a lot of people in my life. And I looked over and I go, who, who the fuck are
3: you texting?
2: <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you know, just a, a friend she's wishing me merry christmas." And I heard oh, the word, I heard the word she. Yeah. And then I go, "Okay." And I look I look over and like as he's saying that he's tapping out of the out of what he was typing. And then I look over and I caught a glimpse. He taps out of the app Telegram.
1: Mm.
2: And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know this app. What well, is get to know this?" telegram mm-hmm. which i had i put on my phone during the pandemic mm-hmm. because i i was doing shows people asked me to do shows on clubhouse mm-hmm. which is you know the app which is kind of like a radio you know, yeah. you don't see anybody but there was no capability to text the performers and people within that app so uh, one of the producers had like a bunch of people on her show was like you know, make sure you, you download this app Telegram and that way we can, you know, the whole group can be on there. And I think they had that because Telegram, which I found out can hold a group of people in one conversation on it more than WhatsApp. WhatsApp has a limit. Telegram mm. is what they use to organize the insurrection. And I had asked him before, cause I he could see when we were in Brazil, people were on it. And I said, do you ever use telegram he's like no no you know so i knew that (laughs) and i look over and see telegram i'm like you know what is that like okay that's weird then that whole day we went to lunch with my family and he's texting as he's walking we're going we sit at a table my my brother my sister-in-law my nephew's next to him texting i'm next to him texting texting and i go are you texting And he's like, oh, I'm texting, you know, blah, blah for EDM tickets. And I'm like, that's annoying. Okay. yeah, yeah, (laughs) And all day. So I just, I didn't like it. It's Mm -hmm. something, you know, Spidey senses went up Mm -hmm. and I thought, well, I'm just, I'm going to check. I'm going to check his phone. And we both knew each other's codes. I've never done that with a man. Mm -hmm. You know, you're either in or you're out. Mm -hmm. But I just think he thought I wasn't tech savvy. I wasn't bright, mm-hmm. you know, because he was always having to help me with my computer and do different things. And he's like, how come you don't know how to do this? You know, it was like, you know, sometimes he would talk down to me. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of let that happen. I'm not going to let that happen again. So maybe there was a part of him that thought I was weak. And it's really, you know, during the pandemic, kind of fears and anxiety set mm-hmm. in. And I, I went through like mentally a lot. And I was trying to get help and just trying to calm all that down. And he saw he saw that side of me, and I confided in him because I felt safe. So I that night he's sleeping, you know, like a log. And I go I go into the closet, which I did come out of. So I I, I went <laughs> to the closet and I go into his phone and I look for the app Telegram and I press on it. And it's this cut-off conversation. It's cut off. It's not... It cuts off in the middle. And I look at it, and it says, like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And then I look at the name. And I see the full name, and it's a girl. Mm -hmm. And um, let's say... um, I'll I'll, I'll just call her Rona. Well, Mm because that's her name. And... (laughs) you know like coronavirus so <laughs> you know you can't yeah. you know you, you can't get rid of her some people don't believe she exists uh and i looked into i looked at the name and i looked at and you know and, and it only has on there you know like whatsapp a little tiny mm-hmm. picture
0: mm.
2: and then it has the number and the number i'm like that's a new jersey number and my family was in new jersey so i noticed that and i was like a new jersey number that's weird so what did I do, you know, like every woman who's a spy, we don't, you know, we don't need to hire anybody. We're yeah. we're team research. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I went on Facebook to see if I could find more about her. I found the matching icon picture because there were a lot of, unfortunately, there were a lot of people with her name and I see it. And I see on her page, her picture is with her kids and her husband, three kids. And she lives in North Carolina. Uh, hmm. And oh, God, she's fat and ugly. Why would he be with this woman? And I looked at this and I'm like, oh, she's married. Oh, I'm so stupid. You know, North Carolina, he was never going to North Carolina or like, I didn't even think it was. You think she was one of the like tech nerds? Yeah, I just wasn't in the realm. At the beginning of his company, he went there, I think for another company that he was working, but. I just thought, no way, you know, I was like, ah, oh. like I took a breath that night because I was kind of had this sick feeling in my stomach. Like, you know, you have that pit, like if I find this out, what am I going to do? Yeah. And how am I going to live? Like I always used to tell him, I can't live, you know, I, if I ever lost you, I would, I would be so, you know, I wouldn't know how to live again. You know, it was just that type of love my best friend had come down with her husband. We were gonna go out to Musu and Frank's to celebrate his birthday. Mm-hmm. And that night at the store, he's sitting near my friends, but then he moves to the side. And I come out before I come on and I see him kind of texting. And then I go on stage and I didn't really look at him from stage. I, don't, I was just busy doing crowd work. And later I found out from my friend, she told me he was texting the whole time. I didn't know that at the moment. So we go to dinner, we're sitting there, fine sitting with Mrs. and Frank's, he's texting at the booth. And I'm like, who are you texting? And he's like, oh, I'm just, a, you know, it was always another excuse. And, And I remember him saying, oh, well, my friend says, you know, she can't hear my accent. And I go, who's she? You know, we're sitting at the table and I don't know, I don't even remember what he said. And that night he was driving a little recklessly with all of us in the car. I was, it was weird. Next day, go to Jody's, um, her baby, uh, her baby's birthday. We we come back. He's like, I'm going to stay in the car. I'm not going to go in the store to you know help you get. And we're going to bring some stuff to the party. But, but we come back, and later that night, he you know tried to be intimate with me, and guess what? It was his dick wasn't working.
3: It couldn't get a voter uh-uh okay okay
2: and one thing I can say that yeah. dick could work
1: yeah
2: <laughs> you know wind blew. yeah dick up. that could work and I remember just like Kim guy kind of getting off of me and he's like and he came back and I was just sitting in the bed and I was like something's happening something you know in my head and he goes he came back and he's like baby you know because he you know, tried to pleasure me. And I just like, I mm-hmm. never faked anything, but I was like, I got to get out of this. Like this yeah. is, something's weird. And he he came up and he's like, baby, you know, was that good? You know, like he's like a Casanova, Ish. you know, he's like a fucking locks. And so I, I just, I go, yeah, 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 yeah. And later that night, he fell asleep on the couch. He goes, I'm going to go to bed, went into bed. I made sure I had the fan on a little noise machine, 45 minutes in, he went to, he, I I go, I let him sleep. I go in, I grab his phone. I guess I do not even know that I had my, my own phone in my hand and I go into our bathroom that's connected to our bedroom. And I just thought I'm going back into telegram. I hit his phone. I go to telegram. I can't make this up. It's, I see a uh, like a sands of time spinning. Like, you know, when you're, your computer's spinning and you see that circle. So I see a sense of time spinning. And I'm like, what's this? And then from the bottom pops up something that says 15 more minutes. And I'm like, "What is? what the fuck is this? I press yes. Boom. Now a contact comes up, one person he's talking to this. Mm-hmm. And she had changed her name from her full name to It's Roe. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, who is this person? It's Ro. And then I see the New Jersey number. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, it's that same woman. It's that same woman. And I go in my phone to try and find out. I couldn't remember her full name. And I start, I see all these love emojis. There's probably about 190 pages of text.
0: Jesus Christ. And just Is she naked? Wanna... Huh?
3: Is there any nudity? No. Oh.
2: <laughs> and nobody wanted to see her naked. No, right? but
3: that, that's, it's actually worse that there's not. No. Right? Because he could go, well, there's a person, she has an online thing, and I was jerking off, which would explain him not being able to get a boner if he just jerked off in that closet. Yeah. I, I speak from experience. Uh, yeah. Not from doing that, but, but knowing That's a talent,
2: though, to jerk off, be able to jerk off in the closet. So
3: so this woman.
2: Yeah, do you call her? What do you do? So I I just, I see all these texts, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm reading through them. And by page two, it says, you can't say that to me, silly. I'm your boss. (gasps) Jesus! And I'm like, and she's like, do you think they see the bruise on my leg? Do you think they know do you think they know and I start reading through and it's I'm in the hotel waiting for you Mm. I've got the chocolate and the champagne and you're my and he's like you're my butt buddy they she had she was Israeli she had a pet name um for him in Hebrew which was cheater and then I think he had a Portuguese name a pet name which I think means cunt so I I, just I couldn't I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe yeah. what oh. I was reading. And then I read words like, "I wish I could do my life all over again." Me too. Oh. Uh, yeah. I got, she's like, "I when you, I when I have sex with my husband, you know, I think of you. What do you think when you're with your wife?" And he's like, "I don't want to discuss. Can we not discuss our significant others? I don't feel comfortable doing that." And I read something like, "I've never done this before," which I don't fucking believe.
1: Yeah,
2: because he's yeah. a liar. Yeah. And you know, she'd be like, Oh, he's like, she'd be like, I'm with my kids. He, he, he. Oh,
1: Jesus. And,
2: and and then he would be like, Oh, I'm getting a pet. And then I'm like, I went to the last page. It's like, I'm getting a pedicure in the house. My wife or, Oh, well, let's go do that in March in New York for my birthday. Bitch had no morals.
1: Yeah. She
2: was just loving it. And I'm reading sexual things that they did. And I mean, when I'm reading this, I'm hyperventilating. I'm crying. My eyes are blurry and I'm getting older. I didn't have my fucking readers. Aww. And I'm, I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. So I call my friend and I go in the other room. I call my friend who I knew hadn't saw me. This is 1230 on a Monday. I have to be at yeah, work. yeah She tells me, Sean, I, 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 she's like, why are you calling me? What's wrong? I'm like, he's cheating. He's cheating. Oh my God. And she's like, I'm coming over. But before I come over, kick him out before I fucking kill him. And I'm like, great. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah so yeah.
2: I just, I don't know what happened to me that night. But I just something and I don't like to fight. I don't like to fight with significant others. Huffy and I rarely fight, fighted. We rarely fought. And I don't like conflict. I kicked open the bedroom door, turned on the light, and I I I was screaming, get up, get up, get off. And you know, he sits up, you know, comes out of a deep slumber. He's like, What, what, <laughs> baby, are you okay? What's wrong? And I'm like, No, I'm not. Okay, I'm like you're fucking a married woman with three kids. Who's your boss? Mm -hmm. And he's like, he sees I have his phone in my hand, and he tries to berate me. He goes, you. He goes, you went through my phone, (laughs) and I screamed. That is gonna be the least of your problems. Mm -hmm. And then he started fake crying. Oh, oh my worse. God. Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, yeah. I, <laughs> I love you, and you're the best person in the world. And we can talk about this, and I'm going through things. And remember when I told you I could like two people at one time? Like, I was going to be like, you know, one of those characters in Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry, sire. Me, that's a woman. I'm so stupid. Dummy me. Oh, yes, had so many women. You know, don't hurt my baby. You know, it just... And I was like, what? And I, I turned to him and I just said, you know, and of course I've neighbors, they don't give a shit cause it's LA. And then right. it sounded like somebody was going to get murdered. And I said, you know, your father cheats on your mother. My dad cheated on my mom and you're a fucking cheater. You're your father. You're everything you said you wouldn't be. And I need you to pack your bags and get the fuck out. We're done. And the one thing I have told you, which I had kind of said like two weeks before that, we were watching someone and he's like, I can't believe that guy's cheating and da, 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 da. Ah, You know, he would say shit. He was always like, I can't believe, or like if we had friends that were having trouble. He's like, I can't believe that happened. And I had told him at that time, if you ever do something like that to me, I mean, if you ever did,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you, I will leave. You don't yeah. get to know me, you don't get to text me. Mm-hmm. I, I am the Liam Neeson of silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're done we're done. I'll, I go on my way. Yeah. So I said, pack your bags, get, get out. When I kicked him out, I immediately went to, I looked up her phone number that I took a picture. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, when I was in the bathroom, I took pictures. Of good, good. Fair I didn't get them all because I was so hysterical, sure. but well, there was 149
0: 48. fucking pages.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> I got 48. Wow. I don't know how I did that. I don't yeah. know why my brain was working at that moment, but I did. So I go to her number and I text her and I said, um, I hope you're happy. You ruined a marriage. And I feel very, I said, I feel very sorry for your in capital letters, husband, dot, dot, dot and kids meaning bitch. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. And it went green. You know, she was probably, he probably was texting her like, fuck, you know, it's over. Mm. You know, the charade is, uh, she knows. Oh my God. So my friends research. I'm like, we need to find the husband. My friends, within like 30 minutes, we're like, mm-hmm. boom, this is the husband. I mm-hmm. reach out to him on social media, every platform. I don't hear anything for a day. At that night, later that night, I I found I, I went on LinkedIn, which I'm on, but I'm not active on, and mm-hmm. I paid the $80 premium, which worth it to get a, get a hold of this guy because he was an accountant. He seemed practical. Blah blah blah. And I, I text him. I tell, I I tell him a message, what was going on, what had happened. And I was as nice as I could be, you know, your husband and my wife works together She's his boss. I just found out I'm, I'm, you know, beside myself. I kicked him out. We're done. And he's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, would you like to see the conversation? I took 40. And he's like, yes. So I, one swoop, 48 come to him. He's like, I'm beside myself. I'm at such a loss. I can't believe this. I'm like, me too. I'm so sorry. You know, and he's like, well, do you have any more pictures of a-? And I said, no, I just sent you 48. Yeah. I keep my husband out. I don't have his phone anymore. And he's like, I would do the same thing, but I have three kids. And I'm like, yeah, you do you. Do you. I'm not here to tell you. I yeah. just think as a spouse, you have the right to know. Because my mom walked around Oklahoma for many years, not knowing what was going on.
3: Right. right. So I, tell,
2: I, I tell, I tell him that. He's like, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you telling me and, and and you know, good luck to you. And I'm like, you too. That was the last conversation I had with that guy. Oh, and yeah. immediately-
3: I thought you guys were going to hook up once. Yeah. That's how my head would go. Yeah, we got to get together and bone make one time.
1: Yeah. To yeah.
3: The first of these people.
2: Yeah. Underway. That would have been, that, that's a really good thought. Um, no, I, I wasn't time. really- Maybe
0: one day. Good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> When I had that conversation with her husband, probably about 20 minutes later, I get a text from him and he's like, you told the husband, I can't (laughs) believe you did that. I don't even know who you are. You've hurt her family. Like,
1: (laughs) and anytime
2: he texts me, I didn't answer. I didn't give him shit. Good for you. Nothing. Sat on my hands. Oh my God. And then she had the balls she had the balls to text me no you don't feel sorry for my family you you ruined it and i hope you're happy Mm -hmm. didn't answer her either
3: yeah good and you're you're amazing yeah amazing let me tell you something you're amazing um it's your story is kind of funny because it's so on the head but and but yet it's very you're very vulnerable but then when the shit hits the fan, like you, you know, because I do find a lot of people keep going back. They're like, "Okay, I'm gonna give him a break." He just turned four, whatever. And uh, you did the right thing because then your the rest of your life would have been that. And I, I suppose you spent a, a t- time beating yourself up a little bit. Like, I should have known this day one, which you which is not true.
2: And my, you know, I'm I'm lucky. My oldest sister's a divorce attorney, but in New Orleans.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> So that wasn't gonna help me, but yeah. it did because I it what did. I feel like what I went through. Now this mm-hmm. is February. This is last mm-hmm. February. Yeah, this yeah.
3: Month.
2: And what I had to do is figure out how to get this divorce, and mm-hmm. I was never going to have a conversation with him again. This is mm-hmm. it, one and done. I, yeah. I explained mm-hmm. myself, and my sister explained everything to me like a divorce costs the same as a very expensive wedding. Now. We didn't have, we didn't own a house. I almost bought one, didn't own a house. We didn't have any kids, okay? And he he unfortunately made more money than me. The, The girl works her ass off. So I was just like, I gotta get an attorney. So my best friend recommended me the best divorce attorney. She is a boss. And I got this woman on the phone and she's like, okay, we got a situation. This guy, first she told me how much he was an hour and I, I almost fell back. You know, I choked a little. And and she said, we've got to serve him as soon as possible because he'd go back to Brazil. We got to, get, we got to get his money. So I was like, you know, just so panicked. And I didn't know where he was. I didn't know where he was staying, where he was. I didn't know where his fucking friends live. And, and so she goes, you got to set him up to meet him somewhere public and then we'll serve him there and i'm like i gotta serve him in front of me she's like yep that's the plan so we're going to meet at the grove we're going to do this my sister-in-law badass she flies in we talked to the process server the day before and i'm like look you know i've got to get my phone out from under him my phone numbers and t-mobile wouldn't let me out of it he has to give call in and do all the shit Mm -hmm. and i said so i got to get some information we got to discuss some bills and then when I take my hat off, you <laughs> start. You know, this was a mission.
0: Love this it. was
2: a mission. Set him up. He's like, Yes, yes, I'd love to meet with you. You know, and I said, Oh, you know, great. So we sit, we have the coffee bean outside. We show up two hours early because there's not a lot of seats and we're ready to go. And I'm thinking, Okay, I can't make this up. I'm so nervous. My heart's in my mouth. This is the most nerve wracking thing. You know, I perform in front of like twenty thousand people, and my heart's just beating out of my chest. How are we gonna, How is this going to work? Right, he texts me. I'm just two minutes away. I parked. I'm, I'll be there. A Mardi Gras band sets up in front of me, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, I text my sister in law, and because she's like behind a kiosk with Steve, and she's like abandoned ship go to that restaurant you know the mexican where where am i gonna find you she's like just go in there we'll find you and i ran to a restaurant i had my back against the wall so i could see you know if anybody was facing me to give a signal and he walked in and i just something in me became a boss. And I was just like, I felt a little bit like Joan Crawford, you know, like, don't fuck with me, fellas, my first rodeo. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, um, we need to discuss rent and bills and you did it, and And he's like, okay. And he was nervous. He was just shaking. Okay. Okay. Cause that's all he could say. Meanwhile, I'm looking for, I, I don't see where the, and then I look, I look over to his show, like behind his shoulder and on the patio. Is my sister in law with a cocktail in her hand, and she goes, and you know, and if he turned around, he would have seen her. Hilarious. And then I see the back of Steve. Steve's got his 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 head in a bowl of tortilla chips. <laughs> so he's having the time of his life. And I'm like, and she's like, and I'm like, I don't even know how she can see through that window, but yeah. So Amazing. when it came time to it, and I said, you know, is there anything else you'd like to say? And he's like, oh, well, I have the garage clicker He was ready to be ready to be done. Yeah, And I was like, I go, okay. And I took off my hat. Boom. Like this guy comes, Steve comes running around and he serves both of us. Cause that was my attorney's idea. It looked like, Oh, we both. And I'm like, hi, um, Poppy, This is, um, these are, this is the paper. This is some legal documents mm-hmm. and, um, you need to look them over closely and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he was like shaking. He's like, what, what, what is this? What is this? What is this? And I'm like, you're going to need to read it. And he's like, are, are you, su-? you know, first he goes, is this a restraining order? And I'm like, no, I would, I would never, I would never mm-hmm. get a restraining order against you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, is this, are you suing me? Are you suing me? And I kind of didn't really know that a divorce was a lawsuit. The divorce papers, he's like, well, why didn't you say so? And I'm like, I'm saying so now. Mm-hmm. Read it carefully. Amazing. The process was insane, but he got a, a an attorney who forgot to go to law school. I think he had to like ask Alexa wow. for how to get a divorce.
3: You handled it. Uh, uh, amazing. I, um, you know, I've had, a, uh, some process servers uh, in my time. I, I hope you're okay. It's pretty recent and, uh, you're beautiful and you're funny and you're a uh, you. sweetheart. And I love Barbara Streisand. I just listened to hours, <laughs> hours, but, uh, I, I I'm honored that I get to know you this way because sometimes in our business, we see people, they perform, we do this, we do that. And everything is a bit and you do have good material along the way, but, but it's a very, uh, you know, you're very sensitive and yeah, uh, you, you know, you're powerful, man. When, it, when, it, when the gig's up, it's up, you're all in until you're not all in. And that's really admirable because a lot of us will stay in because of our self-esteem, like, okay, I can work through this. Uh, or we have sympathy that we feel sorry for them. How, how how could they be so stupid? How could they, oh, I feel sorry for them. Uh, you know, it's a weird self-hating thing. And yeah, you're a very strong woman. And it's been a, a privilege hearing your story. So thank, thank you, you very
2: much. I really appreciate you having me on, Tom, and yeah. also Monica, because this is really the first time I'm telling this story so everyone who knows me knows what he really was i have i have a new life Mm -hmm. and i had and only to get through this divorce i had i didn't have an army i call them my charmy so many people yeah i want to thank them for holding me up because Mm -hmm. it it was brutal it -hmm. was brutal he dragged it out you would have thought i was marrying Jeff, Be- I was married to Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. you know, just like Don Juan and he did know yeah. much and he was secretive and he hid shit and I nailed him every step of the way. And I got, I got half and I, I squeezed water out of a rock. And I just, my advice to people is like, don't dilly dally. I can understand if you have kids, but yeah, you know, value, value yourself more.
3: I think you're lucky to have friends that'll come over at 1230 on a Monday night uh, you got a great family, so you're ahead of the game you got you got everything you yeah have everything. thank you so thank you. all right well I, I look forward to seeing you uh down the road
2: uh, you too, Tom. I appreciate you guys and yeah thank you for letting me share uh my lifetime movie
3: well, I pray no, it's better than that It's better than that it's a it's a big screen movie All <laughs> right thank you. We'll see you thank down you. the road take care all right, kiddo. Bye, out bye.
0: E